0: This is a story from the Land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash Land Thank you. The Giant and the Cobbler Near the town of Shrewsbury in England, there is a great hill called the Reckon. Some people tell this story of how it came to be there. There was once a giant who was fierce and strong and huge. No one would have thought that much about him, except that he was not only fierce and strong and huge, but he was also mean. Every morning when the giant woke up, he stretched and yawned and roared. And after he had his breakfast, I wouldn't dare tell you what he had. He said to himself, What mean, horrid, wicked thing can I do today? He usually thought of something. Sometimes he trampled all the fields flat and spoiled the farmer's crops. Sometimes he blew out all the cooking fires at once. Then the farmers and their wives had to start them all over again. Sometimes he stole all the bells from all the church steeples for miles around. Then nobody woke up on time or knew when to go to church. Sometimes he frightened all the animals out of the forest. And sometimes he pulled up all the vegetables so there was nothing left to eat but turnips. One morning, however... The giant woke up with a terrible stomach ache. It must have been his dinner, but I wouldn't dare tell you who his dinner was. And he felt so mean that he decided to do something much, much worse than anything he had ever done before. He decided to take a great shovel full of earth and dump it into the river and make a flood that would drown the town of Shrewsbury and everybody in it. So he took his giant shovel and he dug a giant shovel full of earth. Such a giant shovel full of earth that even he could hardly carry it. And then he started out on the road to Shrewsbury. When the townspeople heard that the giant was coming, well, they were terrified. They all ran to hide in their cellars. All but a cobbler who happened to be in Shrewsbury at the time. He lived in the next town, but did all the shoe repairing for Shrewsbury too. Now, this cobbler was small and not that strong and not that brave. And he would have been hiding in a cellar like everyone else, except that he was not only small and not that strong and not that brave, but he was also very hungry. He couldn't help thinking of the fine supper his lovely wife was preparing for him in his nice little house in the next town. So he picked up the bag full of broken down, worn out shoes the people in Shrewsbury had given him to repair and he threw the bag over his shoulder and started for home. No, 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 you you must must hide, hide! The people cried to him from their cellar doors. I hide when I get home! said the cobbler. Besides, why would a giant hurt a small cobbler like me? And, and why do you do think we, we have, have no cobbler, cobbler of own? The people cried, but I daren't tell you what happened to him. But this cobbler wouldn't listen to any of them. Off he went down the road with his big bag full of shoes. He walked and walked, thinking of his lovely wife and his warm house and his lovely supper cooking in the oven. He was still thinking of these things and licking his lips when suddenly he stopped. Something was in his way. A great, enormous shoe stood in the road. Good heavens, the cobbler said to himself. I hope I don't ever have to repair a shoe as big as that. And he looked up. And up and up, and he began to tremble with fright. For in the shoe was a foot, and above the foot was a leg, and on top of the leg was a great, tearing giant carrying a huge shovel full of earth. Am I on the right road to Shrewsbury? roared the giant. Answer me, you weak little worm of a man. The poor cobbler shook in his boots but he was just about able to speak out. Oh, oh, are you going all the way to Shrewsbury? Yes, I am going all the way to Shrewsbury, roared the giant. And when I get there, I am going to dam up the river and drown the whole town. The cobbler thought of all his lovely customers being drowned while hiding in their cellars. It was a terrible, terrible thought. Something had to be done. He looked at the giant. The giant was panting and puffing as he stood there holding the heavy shovelful of earth. You mean you're going to carry that all the way to Shrewsbury? What do you mean all the way? growled the giant. Why do you keep saying all the way? If this is the right road to Shrewsbury, I must almost be there. The cobbler sighed and put his bag down. ''Oh, but you haven't heard then,'' he said. ''They moved it.'' ''Moved what?'' cried the giant. ''Moved Shrewsbury,'' said the cobbler. ''Well, where to?'' asked the giant. ''How far?'' ''Well, just look in here,'' said the cobbler, opening his bag, ''and tell me what you see.'' The giant bent over and peeked into the cobbler's bag. Why, I just see a lot of worn-out shoes and boots, he said. Exactly, said the cobbler. And now do you see why you'll never get to Shrewsbury with that great big shovel full of earth? No, I don't see, said the giant. The cobbler shut his bag tight and threw it over his shoulder with a sigh. Because those are all the shoes I've worn out so far, just leaving Shrewsbury, he said and I'm going to be late for supper besides. And so the cobbler, who was small and not that strong and not that brave, but very hungry, was also very clever. And he went on his way down the road to his lovely wife who had a lovely meal waiting for him on the table. As for the giant, he simply gave up. He threw down his shovel full of earth and what a big hill it made. And then he sat down and wept, giving up forever the whole idea of going to Shrewsbury. For this giant was not only fierce, and strong, and huge, and mean, but he was also not that clever, and it is a good thing too. The End